showed that the average adult reads at the eighth grade level. Do nursery rhymes and songs even in the car? I, they don't have books at home at all. Beyond reading, but it starts at these foundations and builds into reading and much, much more. Let kids play podcast. <laughs> it's Nayana on another episode of Let Kids Play Podcast, and today we're talking about literacy and language development. So, how we build those skills. But first, I want to like let you all in on some stuff maybe you know maybe you don't but i just want to um let you in on what i've what i've been reading like stuff i researched so scholastics which is like a big um book publisher they uh you know surveys and things like that about kids reading um adult reading reading levels and things like that so they um conducted a, a survey and it showed that the average adult reads at the eighth grade level. Let me say that again. The average adult reads at the eighth grade level. And then another thing they found was 61% of families on the lower income, um, lower income families, they don't have books at home at all. At all. 61%. That's a high percent. And then lastly, the other thing that I um, noticed was 37% of the fourth graders are on grade level. They proficiently read on grade level. 37% of our fourth graders. So it got me to thinking, why are we rushing our little ones to read? Like, what's the rush in getting our three and four-year-olds to read? Why don't we, instead of forcing them to read and pushing and pressuring them to read, not only pressuring them, pressuring the parents to get them to read. Why don't we go back to the basics and work on their foundation so that one, they enjoy reading and learning um, different things from a book. And then two, we change this traditional method that our kids need to be reading at three and four because that makes them super, super smart. And you can brag to all your mom friends and relatives and grandparents and stuff like that. No, you're failing your child. You're failing your child. This traditional system isn't working. That's why I fully believe in play-based learning. Let the kids play because they'll learn more. You push that three-year-old, that four-year-old, even five-year-old. Some five-year-olds aren't ready to read. You push them into reading. Then you have an eighth grader that is read like you have an eighth grader that's not reading on grade level, or better, you have a third grader that's not reading on third grade level. They're not really reading level because they were pressured and to read so early and pushing. You're like, oh my God, they can read, they can read, they can read. You haven't set that foundation. So many things that they need to go through before they even get to reading. So, sorry, didn't mean to go on a tangent, but let's get back to it. So, okay, we're talking about the literacy and language building skills. So, we're going to talk about how to teach your little ones to recognize letters, sounds, basic grammar and build their vocabulary and it's simple it's easy it's things we can do at home and it's so simple that i have four secrets for you and you're gonna be like uh duh <laughs> but it's so simple that i need to bring it to the forefront and let you all know like it's that easy to get your little ones enjoying learning enjoy reading it and making it 
fun for them and not like a chore like oh you're in trouble go read a book no we we read it because we like this like we read at bedtime this is normal it's part of our normal life is not a punishment so the first one is read every day every day now i'm guilty of this um i know your your activity guy i'm guilty i do not read to my kids seven days a week um, but what you all don't understand is that it doesn't have to be like a book. So reading comes from like this morning, me and my daughter was at the grocery store. Baby girl, tell me how much this was. Tell me how much that was. She's reading through the receipts to find whatever the item was to tell me how much it was. That's reading. So you, that, that's reading. So reading something every day. If you're cooking, having to read the ingredients, but to go back down to um the five and under age group read to them or you um even if you're watching your favorite show put on the subtitles for them if you have them in front of that screen subtitles should be on so that they'll see those letters so that those words are in front of them so i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with technology and screen time use it to your advantage turn those subtitles on and then here's another one if you're trying to keep teach your kid another language put the subtitles in another language they their brains are sponges and they absorb so much so um if you don't read to your little ones every day do a book on the um on the tv like youtube we do books on youtube like so um sometimes what we'll do is monday tuesday i may read the book and then wednesday thursday we may find the exact same book but it's on tv so that there's you know still if it's a book that they're not quote-unquote interested in because it's not about cars um they'll still it still keeps their um interest as a week goes on and we try to keep the same book for for a week so we'll read that same book um for the whole week because they find new things and different things that you can talk about with that so um and when you're reading you're not just like oh this like um brown bear brown bear what do you see but eric carl is good that's brown bear um, the Arthur Brown Bear, he asked question, what do you see? But when you have that book in front of you, you're like binoculars, what do you see? Or, oh my God, what is this? You're engaging with them and communicating with them so that they can create like a movie, so to speak, in their brains while they're reading. And that helps develop their comprehension. So make sure you're reading or putting words in front of your little ones every day. Um, number two is singing song and nursery rhymes. I don't know why we got away from nursery rhymes. Patty Kay, Patty Kay, Baker's Man. That seems so like ridiculous, but that is building their rhyming skills, which helps with them reading. Let's go back to the basics. Singing a song. My baby knows how to say say his name, spell his name, because we did it in a song. He's he's four. So he's been spelling his name since I want to say two and a half because we did it through song. They learn so much. And it's always a joke like, um, you can sing that song on the radio, but them ABCs. Well, did you play the ABCs for them singing the song like they sing on the radio? I'm just saying. So like listening to things like we love listening to Gracie's Corner um, because she has different things. First of all, I like the beat. <laughs> 
I like the beat. So I can ride to Gretchen's Corner. If I'm going to have to listen to the ABCs, we going to need a little little beat to it. Something I can, you know, jam to. So I'll be singing Gracie's too. So Humpty Dumpty is a good one because it's a nursery rhyme. But Gracie did her own, put her own little twist on it. And it's it's a wonderful song <laughs> to listen to. But also, um, what's another one we like? Uh, Raining Tacos. Like just anything that's like that repetition. Because singing, you, you're going to sing the chorus. So singing those, playing those in the car for them. And um, getting them to listen to those. And you realize that they're picking up the words. Because it's one thing to get upset that they're singing the songs on the radio. But it's another thing for you not to change the radio. Just saying. Um... So yeah, singing songs and natural rhymes helps with their reading skills, uh, vocabulary, and things like that. And like I say, it's easier said than done, but it's also easier for you to change your radio and put it on something um, a little more um, cleaner and educational for them versus the radio. And like I say, I'm not saying like listen to like um the old like nursery rhymes that are dull and dry grocery corner that has a good one doggy land snoop dog has a good one especially his affirmations we listen to that a lot from doggy um doggy land um by snoop dog with his animation or you can even listen to um what's another one we listen to uh miss monica you can listen to miss monica even though hers is more like a preschool but she has songs too that you can listen to and it sounds a little bit better so just saying that um number three is play word games what word games would you play with the um with a two-year-old or three-year-old well simon says simon says find something that starts with a b <laughs> Find something that starts with the C. Ooh, even better. When we're driving, I spy the letter T. What store are we going past? Target. But when you put it in the Target, I spy the letter T. I spy the letter G. So things like that is so simple. It's so simple. But I want, I'm here to remind you all how simple it is so that we can change this. Like our kids are the future and it ain't looking too hot right now. <laughs> So we we need to change this. Like for for kids to not have books in their household, that like for me, books and paint is like the house. If you don't have that, where's the house? Um, so that that kind of hurts. Um, and it makes me want to figure out what we can do in the world to change that. Like I fully preach having a library in your house. Like we have a library in our house and that's what I have the kids call it the library, the library upstairs. As you see, I have, well, I don't know if you all can see, but I have books back here on my shelf. We have a bookshelf in the living room. So my kids see that there are books. I'm the one that keeps like the um, hard copy books, but my husband's a digital person, but they see him reading on his tablet. like. You have to put it in front of them in order for them to understand that it's fun. It's something to do. So putting the words, playing those games, making it fun. They understand that words are fun. What do you have with reading? Words. You're connecting the dots for them. So the last one is <laughs> a mock podcast. And I'm mad I don't have my microphone because my little ones love it. That's probably why I don't have it. Excuse you? How old are you? Four. You're four? Can you show me your number four? One steady. One steady.
<laughs> so yay a mock podcast so your two-year-old and three-year-old talk a lot they talk a whole lot they're learning to talk they love the new words that they're learning put a microphone in front of them even if they don't talk as long as you're not um scaring them giving them anxiety making them anxious put a microphone in front of them and y'all pretend to sing or y'all talk about something so um one way that we build our vocabulary and communication skills because reading comes from communication like the better reader you are the more articulate you are with your words and things like that so um communication and talking is a big piece of that and it starts with your mind and having those conversations so when we wake up in the morning my little one uh, i used to ask him every morning um it would be my question like how would how did you sleep of course and they say good but instead of you know just leaving at that oh what did you dream about and sometimes he'll say i didn't have a dream but majority of the time he comes up with a creative story and now he asks everyone in the whole house what did you dream about and he's like so engaged like that's the first thing he asks he's like good morning what did you dream about <laughs> Even if he calls my dad, granddaddy, what did you dream about last night? So that's how you build those communication skills. And he'll say something like, there's a purple dragon <laughs> in my room. Like, even if he didn't have a dream, I can see his mind going and thinking for him to come up with something. And I'm usually engaged. I'm not like in my phone. I'll stop like what I'm doing to turn around and listen to him about what his dream was about. It's just so cool. So that goes ahead with like the mock podcast. Sit them down and say, hey, we have an interview today. Our special guest, because they feel so excited, like you're telling them that they're special. And just ask them different things. What's your favorite color? That's another way to help with what's your name? What's such and such? Who is this? Like just, you know, have a mock podcast for them. And that would be super, super cool. Especially if you're watching this podcast. Because they're like, oh, like the podcast you watch. Like, you don't think that they're absorbing that stuff. And they are. So, that's a cool one. So, just to recap for you all. Um, so that we don't have our little ones um, not reading on grade level by third grade. We're going to read to them every day or put words in front of them every day using the subtitles, using books on YouTube. Um, e-readers, things like that. We're going to sing and do nursery rhymes even in the car. Comment below if you can make that commitment with me. We're going to do nursery rhymes and songs even in the car. I believe you can do it because I do it and I believe you can do it too. The third one was play word games. I spy as Simon says is great. Simon says go find the letter a like just things like that and they'll find a word especially if you're in the kitchen and you put all these cute little signs and stuff like that and your aesthetics um with your signs in your kitchen so find the letter k because you probably got a sign that has kitchen in it so um just things like that uh the last one was the mock podcast what i'm pretty sure that will surprise you all like that's that's the clutch one right there because the kids love talking. You put a microphone in front of them. Like my daughter, she used to be really, really shy. And she didn't talk to anybody outside our house. So she was like two and a half. Um, 
But that microphone, putting that microphone in front of her, it worked. Now she has the confidence to say thank you to the cashier or to speak up and place her order, things like that. So that's building. It's beyond reading, but it starts at these foundations and building to reading and much, much more. Um, so your assignment, your assignment, because you know I always give you an activity assignment, and it's something simple. I want you to create a question of the day to ask your kids and do it for the next seven days. And comment below and let me know your question. Now I'll let you know a new question because uh, what you're doing about is kind of get old for him. We've been doing it for a couple of months now. So I'm going to come up with a um, new question. But you all let me know what your question of the day for your little ones will be in the comments. And maybe I'll give some of your ideas and maybe I'll um, give you some ideas. But yeah, so let me know below in the comments what your question of the day will be for your little ones to get them talking more and communicating. And then um, that's your assignment. So that's it. We're, we're going to make a pack, pinky promise together that we're going to use these skills so that we don't have our kids stopping at the third and fourth grade reading level. Our kids are going to go above and beyond because we're starting with the foundations. We're starting from the bottom. And they're going to get there. So this is Nayetta. Once again, your activity play guy. I'll let kids play. I'll talk to you all next time. On another episode podcast. So today we're talking about the